You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go, because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 130 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. Welcome back, Kelly. Hi. Good to be back on the mic. How's that little baby? Perfect. I agree. He is a little dream. He sure is. Real cutie. Well, I can speak for the world of taters. We missed you very much. And we're also happy for you. Aw. You getting any sleep these days? Uh, in fits and spurts. <laughs> right. And I'm sure daylight savings time kicking in is not a help. Turns out babies don't want to sleep that extra hour. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out we do. They don't get it. <laughs> daylight savings time. Not a friend of the show. Mm-mm. It's dumb. Does it? Yes. So before we get going, if you haven't had a chance to check out our visual round, it's a fun one and it'll be up for another two weeks. Also, we had two new recent Patreons. Huge shout out to both Mandy and Kyle. Thank you so much for your support. It always makes our day when somebody hops on that train. Thank you all so much. Yeah. All right. It's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is Enema Droop. E-N-E-M-A-D-R-O-O-P. And the question that goes with this anagram is, Committed to the cause of the resistance... What starfighter pilot in the Star Wars franchise is portrayed by actor Oscar Isaac? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Two Timing. This episode comes out on the 22nd day of the month. So I was inspired to write this general knowledge round that contains answers that all include the number two. Not that number two. Question number one, hosted by Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robbins, what popular Brooklyn-based podcast features three comedic guests per episode discussing race, gender, sex, and more? Question number two, what high-energy dance club hit was released by pop singer Stacey Q? In 1986. Question number three. What American TV sitcom ceased production after star Charlie Sheen underwent a series of rehab stints and wild interview rants? Question number four. What is the supervillain name of Harvey Dent, a Batman rival and former lawyer who suffers from disassociative identity disorder? 
question number five. What 1859 historical Charles Dickens novel takes place in both London and Paris before and during the French Revolution? Question number six. Debuting on Broadway in 1971, what rock musical centered on a pair of lifelong friends, Proteus and Valentine? This musical took home Tony Awards for Best Musical and Best Book of a Musical. Question number seven. What 2016 stop-motion animated film revolved around a young boy who wields a magical instrument and whose left eye was stolen during infancy? Question number eight. Fronted by openly gay singer Fred Schneider, what new wave rock band formed in 1976 in Athens, Georgia, and has released such hit albums as Wild Planet and Cosmic Thing? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, two-timing. Question number one. The popular Brooklyn-based podcast hosted by Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robbins is Two Dope Queens. Question number two. The 1986 Stacey Q hit is Two of Hearts. A damn fine song. You throw that on a jukebox and you're going to have a happy room. That's a party right there. Question number three. The TV sitcom that ceased production after star Charlie Sheen's rehab stints and interview rants is Two and a Half Men. It's the year of the tiger blood, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I get tiger blood, man. Question number four. The supervillain name of Harvey Dent, a Batman rival, is Two-Face. Oh, no, he didn't. (laughs) Question number five. The 1859 historical Charles Dickens novel that takes place in both London and Paris is Tale of Two Cities. Not to be mistaken with the Garfield sequel, Tale of Two Kitties. Also a classic. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Question number six. The rock musical centering on lifelong friends, Proteus and Valentine, is Two Gentlemen from Verona. Question number seven. The 2016 stop-motion animated film revolving around a young boy who wields a magical instrument is Kubo and the Two Strings. I loved this movie so much. It's really beautiful. It is so gorgeous. 
for a kids movie it's really dark and existential yeah that pair of sisters that are witches kind of have a crush on no big deal <laughs> that company Leica, it's portland based and they do really great work mm-hmm. and i just love stop motion question number eight the new wave rock band with such hit albums as wild planet and cosmic thing is the b-52s super fun i love kate pearson oh yeah both of those albums are great yeah some great hits Moving on to round two. So round number two is a fun one. We actually presented this music round at a live virtual quiz, if that's a thing. Yeah. And it's a thing we do if folks ever are interested. One of our listeners, Jen, turned 40 and had us host a quiz for her and her friends and family for her 40th birthday. So we actually fired up our Trivia Time time machine IRL and went back to the year she was born. No big deal. There were props. There were wearable props. There were sound effects, etc. It was a good time. Yeah, I'm sure Jen's relatives were just like, what is going on? (laughs) Well, we had a blast celebrating Jen. So that's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah, super fun. So on that note, let's take that same trip. Kelly? Yes? Have you been polishing those moonstones like I requested? Oh, of course. They're bright and shiny. Perfect. Please apply them to the intergalactic chalice while I fire up our time machine. Let me slip into my interstellar helmet and just make one quick adjustment to the mystical fuses. In this case, it's a little different because I know the year we need to go to. Yeah, does this thing have like a last visited setting? I hope my calculations are right. Here we go. Ah! Whoa. Whoa. Did you see that asteroid, Kelly? It was a really big one. In the shape of a cat's head. Whoa. I think we're almost there. Kelly, we made it. That was close. Let's see. And the year is 1982. We did it, Kelly. Wow. I wasn't sure we were going to make it right back here. I did have songs from 83 and 81 in my back pocket just in case. But thank heavens, we don't need to use them. (laughs) 82 was pretty fun. So let's stay here. 82 is a great year for music. This round goes out to Jen. And anybody else that was born in the year of 1982, I was a wee babe running around the Oregon forests in cloth diapers, (laughs) I'm sure. Amazing. (laughs) And Kelly was negative eight. A mere thought. Yes. (laughs) A vision. (laughs) You know what? Still a vision. You flatter me. So this is a music round consisting of songs from the year 1982. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. Check my world at night 
Seven. Here are the answers for round two, Time Machine 1982. Song number one was Rock the Casbah by The Clash. Song number two was Back on the Chain Gang by The Pretenders. Song number three was I Ran by Flock of Seagulls. Song number four was Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Song number five was Crimson and Clover by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Song number six was Let It Whip by Daz Band. Song number seven was Charlotte Sometimes by The Cure. And song number eight was I Melt With You by Modern English. I'll stop 
And that Flock of Seagulls song, I Ran, has a parenthetical subtitle that is so far away. You did not need to include that, but if you did, way to go. Congrats. (laughs) Well done. I'd just like to say that I love all of these songs. Uh, Tainted Love is a classic 80s staple, but my favorite version of that one is where it extends into the Supremes, Where Did Our Love Go? Mm, Yes. It's so good. Also, that Joan Jett cover of Crimson and Clover is one of my favorites as well. The original artist there was Tommy James and the Shondells. And just one more little comment. If you were loving that Let It Whip song by Daz Band, they actually have a sequel that is called Let It Nay Nay. <laughs> Just kidding. I made it up. Yeah, you're not catching me with that one. <laughs> Great list though, right? Yeah, 82. Good year. Moving on to round three. Round number three was another round that we actually presented for Jen's 40th. This one is called Don't You Know and is a round on the great state of Minnesota. Jen had Minnesota ties, as well as our lovely Kelly Sharon. How long did you live in Minnesota? Yeah, like seven years. Longest I've lived anywhere. Don't you love Minneapolis? I sure do. How are the tots? Covered in sauce. (laughs) Would you say they're tot notch? I would. (laughs) Okay. Question number one. Minneapolis Lake Bidet Makaska was named after what slave owner and pro-slavery politician until 2018? Question number two. Paisley Park was the record label and home of what Minnesota legend? It is now a museum and memorial following his 2016 death. Question number three. Minnesota is the only state that did not vote for which modern president in either of his successful presidential elections? Question number four. The Minnesotan WNBA team has won the national championships in 2011, 2013, 2015, and 2017. What is their team name? Question number five. What cult comic science fiction TV program originated on Minneapolis public television? This show features a janitor and his robot companions being forced to watch B-movies and provide commentary. Question number six. Known for its treats like deep-fried candy bars, cheese curds, and sweet Martha's cookies, what is the slang term and slogan for the Minnesota State Fair? Question number seven. With no intentions of fanning any confusion, the name Minnesota means either clear blue water or cloudy water and comes from what indigenous language? Question number eight. Born in St. Paul, Minnesota, who is the author of This Side of Paradise and The Great Gatsby? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers.
Here are the answers for round three, don't you know? Question number one. Lake Bidet Makaska was named after the politician John C. Calhoun. Not a friend of the show. No. <laughs> a real terrible one. Big slavery guy. No, thank you. That's why it was renamed. Bye. Yay. Bye. Question number two. Paisley Park was the record label and home of Prince. Friend of the show. Forever friends. Purple Rain is currently my baby's favorite song. So <laughs> I love that. That's so sweet. It really calms him down. Cutie. Question number three. In both of his successful elections, Minnesota is the only state that did not vote for Ronald Reagan. Way to hold it down, Minnesota. Yeah, this is a point of pride, so that's why it's included here. (laughs) Question number four. The Minnesotan WNBA team that has won a ton of national championships this past decade is the Minnesota Lynx. Get it done, ladies. Lynx like the animal. Yes, not like a section of chain. Yes. We're not getting back on the chain gang with the pretenders. (laughs) Cool jokes. (laughs) Question number five. The cult comic sci-fi TV program originating on Minneapolis public television that features a janitor and his robot companions is Mystery Science Theater 3000. Brilliant premise. So stupid. I love it. Pretty fun. And it also recently got a Netflix revival. So there you go. I think that they should add an additional character to that kooky gang, which could be uh, the Trivia Time Time Machine. (laughs) Agreed. They need more crystals. (laughs) They do. We all do. Except for Charlie Sheen. He needs a little less crystal. (laughs) True enough. You know, I get tiger blood, man. Question number six. Known for its deep-fried treats, the slang term for the Minnesota State Fair is the Great Minnesota Get-Together. That's a real cute name. Have you ever been? Oh, of course. (laughs) And you've eaten fried things? Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're delicious. It's a a once-in-a-year treat, but I'm into it. Yeah. Question number seven. The name Minnesota, which means either clear blue water or cloudy water comes from Dakota. I hope everybody appreciated my little hint. Fanning, no intentions of fanning confusion, as in Dakota fanning. Maybe that one was a little far-fetched. I try to plant seeds, people. Cool, cool. (laughs) This one is hilarious because it's like it could either mean this thing or the opposite thing. I know, right? Question number eight. The St. Paul author of This Side of Paradise and The Great Gatsby is... F. Scott Fitzgerald. Moving on to round four. Round number four is called Map Appalooza. This round is on bands that are named after places, cities, states, countries, and continents. We will provide three hit singles and you guess the band. Question number one. The songs are Saturday in the Park, Does Anybody Really Know What Time It Is? And Hard to say, I'm sorry. Question number two. The songs are Listomania, 1901, and Entertainment. 
Question number three. The songs are Open Your Heart, The Final Countdown, and Carrie. Question number four. The songs are Don't Look Back, Long Time, and More Than a Feeling. Question number five. The songs are Dust in the Wind, Point of No Return, and Carry On, Wayward Son. Question number six. The songs are Take My Breath Away, Metro, and No More Words. Question number seven. The songs are Down Home, Love in the First Degree, and Jukebox in My Mind. Question number eight. The songs are Heat of the Moment, Only Time Will Tell, and Soul Survivor. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, Mappapalooza. Question number one. These songs were Saturday in the Park. Does anybody really know what time it is? And Hard to Say I'm Sorry. And the band is Chicago. Does anybody really know what time it is? No. Does anybody really care? Yes. Everybody's dad's favorite band. It sure is. <laughs> but also ours when we're making daylight savings time jokes. <laughs> Love that I got to make it twice in one episode. <laughs> Let's circle back. It's funnier the second. <laughs> Running it back on Chicago. Question number two. The songs were Listomania, 1901, and Entertainment. And the band is Phoenix. I really like that Listomania song. I think I've told this story on this podcast, but for those that missed it, I was at a kid's birthday party and there was a dad that had a Phoenix shirt on. And I was like, they're a great band. Have you seen them live? And he was like, I got this shirt in Phoenix. <laughs> and I was like, where do you go from there? <laughs> so good. Cool. <laughs> yeah. This is my Phoenix airport shirt. <laughs> I saw the band Phoenix in Phoenix. Whoa. That's some Inception concert right there. That is, yeah. <laughs> Surprised you just didn't implode. I'm glad you didn't. Thanks. Question number three. The songs were Open Your Heart, The Final Countdown, and Carrie. And the band is Europe. The Final Countdown really brings the drama. So dramatic. It's a lot. And pretty good hairdos on these dudes. Mm-hmm. Question number four. The songs were Don't Look Back, Long Time, and More Than a Feeling. And the band is Boston. So I can actually get behind Boston. Who doesn't love the song More Than a Feeling? Yeah, it's a good song. It's so good. It's a really solid chord progression. Kurt Cobain has actually said that 
more than a feeling inspired smells like teen spirit the next time you listen to it you can totally hear the influence there but also the band slater kinney a million years ago did a pretty fun cover version of more than a feeling too so definitely check that out question number five the songs were dust in the wind point of no return and carry on wayward son and the band is kansas love carry on wayward son another classic i do want to mention that the no in point of no return is actually k-n-o-w i felt like there was probably some conversations that i would have loved to be a fly on that wall about like let's use this form of no you know right (laughs) important stuff let's be clever (laughs) you did not need to get the correct form of no to get that point totally question number six the songs were take my breath away metro and no more words and the band is berlin love them that song metro is great i love the baseline for that one a classic question number seven the songs were Down Home, Love in the First Degree, and Jukebox in My Mind. And the band is Alabama. Not a friend of the show. No, hard pass here. Yeah. All of their band logos and branding always includes a Confederate flag. On the other hand, Alabama Shakes, friend of the show. (laughs) Friend of the show. I love them. Mm -hmm. Question number eight. The songs were Heat of the Moment. Only Time Will Tell, and Soul Survivor. And the band is Asia. Another whole continent situation. (laughs) Yep. And also all white dudes again. No Asians even in this band. It's kind of bold of them. (laughs) So it's an odd choice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Times were different. Right? (laughs) Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. Loosely based on a 1966 Philip K. Dick story, we can remember it for you wholesale, what 1990 sci-fi action film starred Arnold Schwarzenegger as a construction worker who finds himself embroiled in espionage on Mars? Question number two. Categorized as a disassociative anesthetic, what is the most common street name for the drug ketamine? Hint, it anagrams to pick leaks. P-I-C-L-E-A-K-S. Question number three. What Milton Bradley board game was created in 1860? and simulates a person's travels from college to family and retirement. This game was updated in the 1990s with rewards for good behavior such as recycling trash and helping the homeless. Question number four. In the animated Stone Age sitcom The Flintstones, what is the name of the daughter of Fred and Wilma who wears a bone in her hair? Question number five. 
This American music and entertainer hosts the radio show American Country Countdown and partnered up with Ronnie Dunn, forming a popular country duo that has cranked out such hits as Ain't Nothing About You and My Maria. Who is he? Question number six. Sometimes referred to as sea parrots or clowns of the sea, this type of bird comes in three types. The tufted, the horned, and the Atlantic, and can be found in large colonies on coastal cliffs. What are they? Question number seven. What 2014 hit song by blues pop musician L. King opens with the lyrics, Well, I had me a boy, turned him into a man. I showed him all the things that he didn't understand. It's connection time. And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The 1990s sci-fi action film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger was Total Recall. That was a wild one. I still, like, the first thing I think of is that petite lady with uh, three breasts and a machine gun. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Cool, cool. Wild times. Question number two. The most common street name for the drug ketamine that anagrams to pick leaks is... Special K. Never met her. You've never been down those (laughs) K-holes? No. (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) Question number three. The board game that simulates a person's travels from college to family and retirement is Life or The Game of Life. This one's kind of (laughs) boring. And it also is incredibly heteronormative. Yeah. So like you said, boring. Totally. Get your husband, get your kids, let's go. Jump in the car. (laughs) But I recently saw this meme that, it was a meme that was supposed to be in response to people that are like, why don't we get a straight pride? You know, that whole garbage. And (laughs) it said, you do, it's called traffic. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. And just had a picture of cars. What a read. (laughs) (laughs) You know that astrology app CoStar? Yes. It said, if I was a board game, I would be the game of life. And I took offense. (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, cool, cool. (laughs) Well, you are very pragmatic. But yeah, I think that you're more fun than that. I know. I told my partner that. And he was like, well, you're just very practical. I was like, gosh, darn it. (laughs) I was like, fine, I'm life. (laughs) Question number four. The name of the daughter of Fred and Wilma Flintstone, who wears a bone in her hair, is Pebbles. It's a cute look. I imagine it wouldn't be comfy to sleep on. She's cutie, though. Super cute. Question number five. Whoa, Kelly, what was that? Was it the time machine acting up? No, I think I fired it down 20 minutes ago. Oh, good. 
Phew. I didn't want to leave again. (laughs) I actually think that was a triple tater, which means if you correctly answer this question, you'll receive three points instead of one. The country musician and radio host who partnered up with Ronnie Dunn is Kix Brooks. Just a little side note, not about Kix Brooks. On the subject of triple taters, last Wednesday when I was hosting our live shows in Long Beach, we actually had this team of really rad taters that were Trivia Time listeners, and they kept requesting a triple tater. But I don't have that in the live show. I do have a whole double points round, though. But it was pretty fun. It was awesome to meet them, and I hope they come back. Hey, Ricky, we do live shows? Oh, yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Every Wednesday at 7 p.m. at Beach Garden Social House in Long Beach, and it's always a good time. Come on down, folks. We'd love to meet more taters. Question number six. The coastal birds, also known as sea parrots or clowns of the sea, are puffins. Little cuties. So cute. If you're ever traveling up the Oregon coast, you should stop at Sea Lion Caves because it's this really cute roadside attraction where you can take an elevator down hundreds of feet and then you're literally just in the middle of a sea lion cave. And there's tons of these massive beasts everywhere, but there's all these little puffins flying around. They totally coexist and it's amazing though. It's worth the stop. That's one of the best roadside attractions I've ever heard of. Yeah. (laughs) Normally, it's like state's largest gas station. Right. (laughs) I want to go see the sea caves. Yeah, you do. Question number seven. The 2014 hit song by L. King that opened with the lyrics, Well, I had me a boy, turned him into a man, is X's and O's. They always want to come, but they never want to leave. I love this song. She's a babe. Fun fact is she's the daughter of Rob Schneider. Feels unexpected. You know that ding-dong comedic actor who portrays Deuce Bigelow, the gigolo or whatever? Yes. (laughs) Who was not a babe. No. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like... Total Recall. Special K, Life or the Game of Life, Pebbles, Kicks, Brooks, Puffins, and X's and O's. And all of those answers include a popular brand of cereal. Yum. Tasty. Are you a cereal eater? Not so much. I feel like I used to be more. And then I became one of those people who's like, I'll just have granola. Oh. And that's lame. Game of Life. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Just more practical. It sucks. (laughs) Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was enema droop. How do you feel about that, Kel? That sounds like a good time, right? No, sounds bad. (laughs) The question that went with this anagram was, committed to the cause of the resistance, what starfighter pilot in the Star Wars franchise is portrayed by actor Oscar Isaac? And the answer is... Poe Dameron. Enema Droop scrambles up to be Poe Dameron. Is that your favorite starfighter? <laughs> well, I've never watched a Star Wars movie. Probably the only quiz master that can claim that. I'm sure we just lost some listeners. They're women and they don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> I know. 
Kelly, I'm so glad that you're back. I really missed you. Aw, thanks, bud. I miss being here. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. This week's background and answer break music was Voices by Cozy Vibes. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later taters. taters. You know I did a time machine live at the beach garden too. That's amazing. Yeah, and I did have a chalice and I That's did ridiculous. hand out stones to like four, four <laughs> or five people and I had them bring them up and put them in the chalice. I love that. And I played those like cats and crazy sound and I wore those glasses. That's ridiculous. I love it. And I did get an applause. How could you not? <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I'd be really applauding for this.